This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Well, in my opinion, uh, the image and the brand name should not be removed. So I'd like to start out with saying that uh, Green herself, Nancy Green, was a former slave. And I believe all of this around the removal of the branding is such a teachable moment. Uh, Her being a former slave, she would have witnessed the emancipation of nearly 4 million men and women of African descent. Uh, She being a resident of of the state of Illinois, she would have also witnessed the ending of black code laws, which were mirrored, mirrored of those Jim Crow laws that we know of in the South that still restricted African-Americans from being able to vote and being able to buy property and just operate uh, entirely as full citizens of the United States. And then Ms. Green also would have been able to witness uh, those men and who were formerly enslaved being able to participate uh, in the right to vote. And she herself would have also been able to vote as a woman Uh, when the 19th Amendment guaranteed the right for women to vote in August of 1920. So her her life spans many historic moments in American history, and I believe that 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 in itself um, gives uh, all of the causes for why she should never be forgotten. That's an interesting argument. I mean, as a witness to history, you're saying she spans several generational or epochal advances for uh, African-Americans. And yet the argument is, I mean, she's also emblematic of servitude in a society where uh, there was or is uh, systemic racism or certainly uh, racism was rampant. Uh, So if we use that as the argument, which is what is being presented for her removal to justify the removal, uh, which one uh, weighs, let's say, uh, more impactfully in contemporary society? Again, this idea that she's emblematic of servitude. Right, and I know that uh, truly that black images of women have been uh, one that have been looked upon as derogatory um, and even insulting at times. But, you know, when I look at the Angemon image, I look at that image as being one that is reflective of my own family's history. Um, My mom and my grandmother both worked in households in in Vernon, Mississippi, in the Delta of Mississippi. They worked in white households, and then even when they arrived in Chicago in 1942, they continued to cook and clean in households. And so I never looked upon uh, them wearing, say, a scarf or, or head rag on their, on their heads as one that was negative. I knew that they did this because that was part of them uh, being able to get prepared for the hard work and the laborious jobs that they had done. So, you know, I remember, you know, quite well my grandmother telling me about, you know, she would rise very early to work and clean in white households before she would even prepare meals for her own family. And these women were awesome and heroic and valuable and and should be celebrated. And so I do get the fact that uh, traditionally images of black women may have been derogatory, but for me in the reflection of of my life and and looking at my, my mom and my grandmother, and the many mothers before her, uh, it is far from one that is negative.
begin with Sherry Williams, founder of the Bronzeville Historical Society in Chicago, an African-American woman herself, uh, suggesting that the legacy of Nancy Green, the Chicago woman who played the original Aunt Jemima, ought to be preserved rather than discarded as part of uh, current social mores. So you're saying heroic or it was a dignified depiction and uh, we ought not to lose sight of that where everybody else seems to see it in a negative light, uh, you see it positively. That's an interesting argument. I don't know where this is going. I guess Quaker Oats has already made that call to uh, remove the label or the uh, depiction on their brand. But you're saying the person herself, who was a real person, Nancy Green, as we said. So very quickly then, uh, Nancy Green, uh, I understand she was buried in an unmarked grave. Uh, Is there any more... Uh, notice uh, paid to her, con- you know, subsequent to, uh, you know, her passing. I think it was back in the early 20s or somewhere along that. I mean, what is her, her legacy that uh, needs to be preserved specifically then? Well, I know here in Chicago we have uh, many uh, public places that uh, are from the era pre-Civil War and after And the cemetery that Nancy Green is buried in is one that uh, began just shortly after the end of the Civil War. And she surprisingly is buried there because many cemeteries, and including those in and around Chicago, uh, were segregated, just as they are still in Mississippi and other places. And so I found it just remarkable to even find her burial in a cemetery that uh, is it's squarely in the middle of the city of Chicago. And uh, that became such a fascinating uh, find for me. And I thought, wow, you know, how she had to be someone that was notable to be buried there. And then uh, I came across the story of her being the first uh, Anjumama, uh, meaning that she was selected and chosen to be the spokesperson for the product uh, as early as 1893. And uh, her grave is unmarked, but the records were available for me to see many others who are buried in Oakwood Cemetery who have notoriety, but yet, uh, uh, you know, get passed uh, away and, and not have a marker on their graves. Sherry, let me just interrupt here very quickly. And by the way, it should be pointed out, the story goes that she uh, made pancakes that were to die for for uh, the Walker brothers, who then, I guess, uh, affixed this to her legacy as uh, she became the representative of the brand for Quaker Oats. But the argument, again, is it's based on a racial stereotype that goes back to uh, the old minstrel shows of the 19th century. The Aunt Jemima label itself depicts or denotes that. You don't have a problem with that? Or is it just Nancy Green we're trying to reform here? Well, I believe that one is the other. I I do not separate the brand name of Anjumama with the woman who was the personality that uh, performed as Anjumama, and that would have been Mrs. Nancy Green. I believe they uh, are both in the same, uh, in the sense that uh, she would have been that woman who would have been an essential worker. Uh, she worked as a nurse in the household of the Walker family. Uh, she cooked and prepared meals for them, and then she followed that and did the same for her own household. And then she was uh, also noted as a missionary. 
so she would have done uh, all of the things connected to humanitarian work with her church, uh, which was Olivet Baptist Church, the oldest black Baptist church in Chicago. Uh, it was established 20 years before the, the end of slavery. So its history was very long, even before she arrived in Chicago, as being a haven and uh, a refuge for those who had been uh you know, looked upon as slaves, but they were freedom seekers. And so I I equate both as the same. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.